Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to Chillin' with Ice with me, Lori Fetrick, or most of you know me as Ice from the American Gladiators. Thank you for joining me on this podcast where we're going to dive in and go behind the scenes on the number one hit iconic show of the 90s. It's time to get up close and personal on what drove us to be gladiators, what challenges we faced, and how we overcame to reach all of our goals. I know in this first season, inquiring minds want to know, was there drama, fights, hookups? Are we all still friends? What did we do in our personal lives and how are we staying in such good shape years later? Well, stay right here and let's get into Chillin' with Ice. Before we dive into our incredible episode today, I want to let you know that this is a self-funded podcast and I would love your support. For the cost of a cup of coffee a month, you can donate to my Patreon page and that would make all the difference in the world. For the small donation, you will get back so much in rewards like you can watch all of my podcasts on video. I will have exclusive content like behind the scenes footage, a private Facebook group where you can interact with me directly and other VIP fans, a monthly Q&A, direct shout outs and follows from me to you on your social media and so much more. Find me on Patreon at Chillin' With Ice or click the link in the show notes now. Okay, let's dive in. All right, all right, here we are today, and we're back, and thank you very much, April, for joining me again. We're going to talk about gladiators today. Yeah. So we kind of went before we went before gladiators. Now let's go during. Let's go have some fun with this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Let's let's get into it. I mean, we left off. We, we left off at... How did you get to try out for the gladiators? What was it like? during tryouts and basically what happened after that? Well, I mean, tryouts were, it's, it's kind of like one of those stories to where I've told it a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, what, what were tryouts like? Tryouts were, it was interesting. Tryouts were kind of grueling a little bit for me. I mean, basically it's like, I found out that, you know, Ray Hollett was pregnant and there was going to be tryouts. And I just started flipping through the phone book. She didn't give me any information whatsoever. And so, you know, that's a story everybody has already heard. When I went into the tryouts, I mean, there were some big ass bodybuilder chicks. I bet. I mean, they were like, I, I was big at the time, you know, because I was, you know, I was, yeah. I was going in the nationals. As a matter of fact, I was getting ready to actually try out, not try out, but go compete in national bodybuilding for yeah, my, for I the remember heavyweights. Yeah, I seeing pictures of that time. So yeah, you were pretty ripped. Oh my God. I was huge and I was ripped. Were there was, girls bigger than you though? Yes. Wow. Yes. I was probably weighing, I'm going to guess probably, I don't know, 150, maybe 155, something like that. Yeah. Some of these girls were like 180, 5'9", 180. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And and for some reason, it's like with the gladiator tryouts, they had like the very first thing was they wanted to know how many pull-ups you could do. And I guess that they, they figured that was like the sign of strength or something, you know, how were many pull-ups can you do? How many could you do? <laughs> 
Honestly, I think I could probably do like 15, 20 at the time. And I think they only required women to do like eight or 10. But you got to remember, I was, I was, you know, doing bodybuilding. I was competing. And so, I mean, and we already talked about, you know, the little enhancements and shit like that. Mm. And I was training and this is crazy, but I wasn't doing pull-ups like this. My hands were like this. I would put a belt around my waist with a chain that hung down and I would attach a 45 pound plate to that chain and I would do pull-ups. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. What? I was. That's insane. I was You're a, a monster. Yes. I was a beast back then. That's crazy. I and know. that's after the juice though. It was because of the juice? Well, come on. I mean, geez. Yeah. Okay. I, was, I was like yeah. strong as bull. <laughs> It's like my TikTok video. Oh my god, they need to show that. I know. What Can was you that? Show that? What was the what was the strong um... like bear in the forest or something yeah, exactly. like that? Exactly. The yeah. TikTok video. Oh, I don't want to be what was that? I don't want to be like a I don't want to be strong like man. I want to be able to kill bear in forest. Something, or something like that. Stupid. It was like no, your was, first one too. It was my very first TikTok. Yeah, it was funny though. You I gotta know. show that. By the way, you look pretty you look hot today. Really? Yeah. Thanks. Love the hat. I tried. I love the hat. Yeah, I love the chilling with ice. Absolutely. You look pretty good too, actually. Oh, Clean up nice. Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. You know, it that hat, by the way. Huh. I'm going to tell them where they can get it. You can actually, I have chilling with ice hats. I have, I have a website and it's called Ice T-shirts. And you can go get a hat like that. I have all t-shirts. kinds of all kinds of fun things. That's like my passion project. That was my, my T-shirt line. Like your like hobby, my hobby, <laughs> creating T-shirts. I'm totally into the surf culture. We're going off gladiators for a second. I'm totally into the surf culture. Yeah, I mean, I Me wish. Too. I mean, living in California, I wish that I actually learned how to surf, surf. No, uh-huh. but because I couldn't see like underneath me in the ocean, and it was so fucking Same. cold, I just didn't. I didn't feel comfortable. But yeah. anyway, I love everything about the surf culture. So anyway, yeah, back to gladiators. I just wanted to say like. You look awesome today. Thank you. you. I try, you know, try sometimes. Back to gladiators. Um, So anyway, tryouts were, tryouts were, uh, it was intense. I had to do pull-ups. I had to do, they did like a simulation as far as like Powerball. What they have us do, they had us run like a 40-yard dash, how fast we were. What else? Tug of war. Oh Mm. my God, they had us play tug of war. And I was like playing tug of war with some chick that was like, you know, 185, (laughs) 9. I was like pulling him. You know, just going as hard as I could. Didn't you guys do that on the show, though, too? Like some sort of pulling, like, oh, out of the circle. What was that? What game was that? Okay, well, there was, there was dog, I call it dog bone. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just the way, it was, like, the whole handle, the way they, they, they actually called it dog bone, like, backstage. You were good at that because you were, you got real low. I remember seeing you, like, get yeah. real low and you were able to just, ugh, like, pull people out. Say it was, like, whiplash or something. Probably. It I think that's what it was right. called. Yeah. Yeah. And then they actually did do a tug of war huh. where the pedestals, like, you know, kind of like a pivoted. Yes. So you were that's what I'm thinking of. Or it was backwards. Up on the. Yeah. Up on like the joust pedestals, yep. but they made the platforms. Exactly. Yes. So we did play tug of war. And it wasn't my favorite. It's kind of boring. It wasn't super exciting to watch, you know. I thought it was because it was, you know, the fall. Like, who's going to fall? Oh, everybody wants to see the you know, the crash. Yeah, of course. That was the whole point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But so and then what they would do is after we went through all these different, you know, strength, agility, can you move? Are you strong? 
Then they put us on camera and they started asking us questions like, can you speak? Can you have a conversation? And it's funny because I go back and I went back to watch the shows, you know, getting ready for this podcast. And I mean, every once in a while I'd go watch the shows. It's been like forever though. <laughs> I go back and I'm like, oh my God, the things that, you know, they would go. So Mike Adam was awesome. So Ice, how'd you feel about that? I was like, Ur. <laughs> The stupidest That's shit that said. came out of my mouth. It was like, yeah, the harder they are, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> you know, shit like that. It was just like, it was hysterical. I was like, maybe a little training on what we're supposed to say would have been that? nice. No. Was it scripted? Was it, did you, were you guys able to do what you kind of wanted to do with as far as like, was it planned who was going to win? Kind of like, you know, you know, I started thinking football. about that the other day and, and, and no, I mean, everything was real. Everything was live. Yeah. But then I started thinking about it the other day going, wait a minute. They, they would put certain gladiators when they, we'd walk in, we'd see the schedule and yeah, certain gladiators were better at, at, you know, events than others. Yeah. And so they knew the contenders were, you know, they were either fast, they were strong. So I have a feeling they were like, okay, well, Lori's really good at, let's say, the joust. And this contender, hmm, maybe they're not the greatest. So maybe we won't put Lori up against her. Maybe we'll take a weaker, a weaker gladiator that isn't so good at the joust so that the contender has a chance. So I wonder if that was a strategy of theirs. Of course, they're not going to tell us. But yeah, think about that. I mean... A lot of the games, you know, I, I look on the, the chat boards, you know, as far as gladiators are like, oh, the games were totally for the gladiators and nothing was for the contenders. No, this was a weekend warrior type of show. It was like, are you fast enough? Are you strong enough to go against the gladiators? So, of course, I mean, come on, that's what the show was about. Right. So the games weren't necessarily geared towards the gladiators or geared towards the contenders. Hmm. But uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what, what what was it like? What is it like now to go back and and see yourself like 30? What is it? 30 years later? God, yeah. 30 years later. Of course, I look at my body and go, fuck. Yeah. Damn. Well, I, I was I was. You still got it. Uh, thank you. But it's it's interesting. I look at my legs. My legs were huge. And yeah. my abs were just like ripped. Yeah, uh, I, and it was so much easier to keep it and, yeah. and to gain it, to get it that way. I mean, obviously right? the one thing that I would have changed is the hair, the yeah. hairstyle. Mm -hmm. I mean, the perm, but that was, that was, that was back in the yeah. 80s and 90s. Yeah. You know, that was huge. I was big. My favorite was the, what was the one you had? The, the Joe Dirt. What's that one called? <laughs> <laughs> you the know mullet? what I'm The mullet. <laughs> that was my favorite. I yeah I went through that phase I did go through that phase to where I, I shaved both sides of my not shaved okay just well, trimmed both sides of my not bicked but they were definitely yeah yeah that was when I first started bodybuilding that wasn't when I was on the actual gladiator show my hair was longer but I had a perm so I would go back and I would never get a perm mm -hmm. again if I could do it all over again <laughs> I don't know I mean, I tried to be girly, which was really interesting. I was, you know, this big bodybuilder. And yet I had like, you know, I had the fingernails <laughs> yeah. and, and I had one girl tell me one time we were at a bar and she goes, those fingernails just don't match. They don't match you. 
And I was like, well, you had them long. I remember you had them kind of long and you'd get them red. I know, right? Which is like be all girly and everything. And I look back, when I look back on the show, I laugh my ass off and go, oh my God. You know, it's some random person just said that to you in a bar. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, going back and looking at myself, I mean, yeah, the, the events were amazing. They were fun, loved every minute of it. I think that I would have liked some coaching as far as like what to say when they interviewed us. There was just a free for all. And we just sounded like idiots, mm-hmm. you know? Well, there was I'm- one show I was watching and I think I told you this the other day. And oh, by the way, God rest her soul. And this is gold. She just passed away, but she was, she was doing Powerball. And I guess Mike Adamley afterwards, he goes, so gold, you were out there and man, you were feeling it. And he goes, right, right in the middle. You just raised your arm up like that. And it was just like, you were, you were so into it. She goes, Mike, I was feeling good. And I wanted everybody else to know I was feeling good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the kind of stuff we were, that's the kind of shit we would like You know what though? It amped up the audience because imagine all the kids at home watching, people at home watching. They love that. They love that shit. I know. That's what they were watching it for. Like, you know, it's like the wrestling and stuff. It's like, you know. Yeah, the wrestling really got people amped up. Yeah. You know. So you guys were pretty competitive with each other as well. I take it. We were super competitive with each other. I mean, well, especially let's go with. We were super competitive when it came to personal appearances. All of us, Mm -hmm. meaning guys and girls, we were super competitive because it's like. You know, that's where we made a lot of our money in the off season. But the girls, oh, absolutely. Let's be real. I think we were all Aries, you know, a type A personalities. Yeah. Put them all together. And then it's just like little cat fights here and there and drama and a little arguing and, you know, me, 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 me. No, it's, you know, it's kind of like one of those kind of things backstage. So, I mean, yeah, we were super, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, we were very competitive with each other, you know, so. Sorry, I have a ton of questions. I've, so I have questions that I thought that the fans would want to know. Okay. So I have, you know, a bunch of. Ask away. I got a bunch, so I had to Ask write them away. down. But, so what did you love about the TV show or hate? What did you love or hate about the tour or the Orlando live show? Like, what did you love or hate about I mean, all of those? Okay. So the television show, obviously, I loved it. I mean, I did. I, I love Obviously, being, that was the height of it. I yeah. love being on television. I love the whole thing about that. Yeah. What did I hate about it? I don't. I can't really say I hated anything about it. I didn't care for, like, when we would leave. You know, okay, so when we were done with an event, we'd go off stage and we had to wait. Because what would happen is, okay, so they would film two shows a day. This is how the filming went. We would film two shows a day. So let's say they put up the joust. Well, they're not going to put up the joust just for one show. They're going to put up the joust for two shows. So you would go, you know, like the two contenders on, on my particular show, we would do them. We would film them. And if you were in one of the shows, great, you would joust. And then they'd have a second set of girls, which was show number two go ahead and do the joust as well. And then the guys would go. And then the second set of guys would go. So there was a lot of hurry ups, sit around and wait is what would happen. And that kind of like um, your momentum, you know, and, you know, you you were just amped up, would go, you'd amp yourself up, do the event and all of a sudden go. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And you'd have to sit around, you'd have to wait for maybe an hour, hour and a half for the next event. 
And you'd have to get yourself amped back up again. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Yep. And go out. And maybe you weren't even in the next event. So you might be sitting around waiting for two, two and a half hours before you do an actual event. So that was hard to get, you know, amped back up for the second Momentum event. going again. Yeah. Because of the fact that they wanted you to have that energy. Just instant energy. And it's hard. 100%. And it is hard if you're sitting around waiting for two hours before you actually go in to do that 30-second event. Yep. So that's the one thing about the television show that was kind of hard. The tour, that was that was interesting. We hit 106 cities in, I think, like six months. So we would just go back to back to back to back. And when they said they were putting us on a tour bus and we were going to be like a rock and roll band, you know, in the very, the, let's put it this way, the first 30 days, everybody was like, woohoo! At the end of the six months, everybody was like, oh, my God. Oh, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was. But it, did you get you had to stay in hotels? You didn't you weren't just on a bus the whole time, right? What we would do is we would travel to a city. We started out in like, let's say, I think it was Maine. Mm-hmm. We started in Maine. So we traveled to Maine, flew there, did the show, got on the bus. OK, let's say the show started at like seven o'clock. And we would hit the stadium like six o'clock. We'd eat dinner there. The show started at seven, done by nine. So nine o'clock, we'd leave the stadium. We'd get on the bus and we would travel to the next city. Hopefully the city was somewhat close, but many times the city was not close. And so we would travel overnight. So you were on the bus overnight, or maybe it got into the hotel, the next city, like say two in the morning. So here you are dragging your ass Mm. off the fucking bus at two in the morning. After doing the show. After doing the show, you were exhausted. (laughs) Get into the hotel room, settle in, sleep, get up the next day, like around 11, 12. Do your workout because we still had to keep working out while we were on tour. I think that's when I got fat. (laughs) (laughs) On tour? I look at my photos when I was on tour and I was like, holy crap, I was kind of chunky. Well, you, you know? guys were kind of partying and doing all kinds of stuff. Oh, my God. We were partying our asses off on that bus. Yeah. So that was fun, though. It was a lot of Obviously. fun. And, and In the beginning. In the ve- You're absolutely right. In the very yeah. beginning. You know, and of- the bus was a lot of fun in the very beginning. Because, uh. like, some of the partiers would be in the front of the bus. They'd all be drinking beers. And you could hear them up there hooping and hollering. And I, I don't know. The funny thing about the gladiators is, okay, so... Pretty much everybody had rockin' bodies. And even on the bus, when they started drinking, everybody wanted to show their rockin' bodies. So some of the girls were like, woohoo, they'd be flashing people. And the guys would like, I mean, I'm not saying they'd pull their pants down, but they'd pull their shirts and sometimes, you know, show their ass. And it was just like a, it was like a, a, a weird free-for-all kind of <laughs> bus experience. Yeah. Because you just had to entertain yourself. And then there was others that were in the back of the bus because there was a huge TV back there. Oh. And some would just be chilling, watching a movie or something like that. Or we'd put on music and, you know, we'd be singing in the background. Storm and myself, Debbie, we, I got to say, we had a blast on the tour together. We really did. The girls got an amazing voice and we were just constantly singing in the back. And, you know, we'd bring it up to the front. And yeah, people were drinking beers, doing shots on the bus. So sometimes you'd get in at two in the morning and you'd be like completely wasted and you just stumble <laughs> to your room. So, yeah, you're going to put some weight on. <laughs> yeah. Anybody hooking up on the bus awkwardly? Oh, my God. I'm going to I'm going to leave the names out. But, yes, there were a few hookups. And no, I didn't hook up with anybody on the bus. There were a few hookups. And 
that's, I'm just going to leave it at that because of course okay. I don't want to yeah, bring in the course. names. And, but yeah, certain gladiators hooked up with certain gladiators. Yeah. You okay. know, there's, there's no, I mean, it is kind of a secret, but yeah. nobody talks about it. Yeah. Well, people have families and. I know. know. Let's go. And so you asked the question about also Orlando Live. Uh-huh. Yeah. Orlando Live was a blast. It, it was hard. Not, it wasn't hard. It was just, it was, it was time consuming. We would, okay. So. What was weird about the Orlando show is having people sit down eating turkey legs while they were <laughs> like medieval times. Yes. Yeah. I went to that and that was awkward. I can't like that's just it was weird. Yeah, it was a weird yeah. experience. Yeah, I'm not quite sure who thought of this concept of, you know, hey, let's grab a turkey leg and chow down on it while you're watching some American gladiators <laughs> with amazing bodies out there. I mean, I don't want to eat when I see things like that. I'm like, oh, maybe not. Makes me want to work out more. But And here was the worst part about it. They wanted us to go out in intermission and sign autographs. So they were eating. <laughs> People were eating. With their as, greasy fingers. Yes. And they were all like, you know, their mouth would be full and they'd be handing us photos. You know, Can you sign this? And there, it was just, it was gross and nobody wanted to do it. Somebody's kids spilled their entire, their parents' beer all over me at when I went to medieval times. Oh my god. I wasn't a fan of those shows. But Yeah, it's just not it's just, not fun. No. We had fun though. I would say the locker room was interesting. They shoved everybody into one locker room, the girls locker room, the guys locker room. But the actual show is kind of boring, you know, because we were doing it night after night after night after night. And then but what was fun is the after parties. What was fun is before doing the event. I mean, we, I feel like we had the life in a way and that was, we would either go to the beach, we'd lay in the sun. I mean, it was in Florida, you know, so we got great weather. There was a lot to do. There was a lot to do. And then we just had to be at the stadium by six o'clock, eat dinner, do the show. And then we were done, you know, two, two and a half hours later. But again, it kind of became kind of, you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was, it was a great job. It was fun. I mean, that was like, you know, I think that was pretty much after, yeah, the live show was after everything was kind of said and done. Or as the television show, we had heard that, again, they didn't tell us shit, but we had heard that it, it was ending, that we had filmed our last season. It would have been nice for them to tell us. And then uh, we did the Orlando live. I mean, so we, we weren't really sure how long that was going to go. So what about the, uh, the UK? Because you went over to the UK yeah, we went over and did the international show two years in a row. Mm-hmm. That was pretty, that's pretty fucking awesome. That was cool. Yeah, uh, but like all the places, did you get to go to a lot of places while you were there? I had a, one of the gladiators show me around, you know, after, after the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. She showed you a lot, probably a lot of stuff, huh? You know, come on. <laughs> but I, I know, Just saying, we'll get into that. That's another episode. Yeah, but it's another episode. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. We got to go, like, you know, all around England and see the castles. And oh, I'm jealous. That I want to see the castles so bad. That was cool. International show was, it was a lot of fun as well. They do their show completely different than ours. They actually film their show in a big, huge arena. So imagine taking, let's say, I don't know, the Forum here in L.A. or any stadium in the cities, filling it with people. And so you're kind of doing a live show at the same time you're taping the television show. Hmm. So that's how they tape their television shows. And if you think about it, it's like England, the amount of people that are in England, I heard are the same amount of people in California, basically. (laughs) I mean, as far size comparison in a way. 
So they were gods over there. I mean, we, when we went over there, they were on the side of buses. I mean, we saw billboards for the gladiators. We saw all these things. We were like, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, you didn't get that? No. That's messed we up. We didn't have billboards. We didn't. Cheap, we weren't on the side of a bus. We bastards. were lucky if we got commercials. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They really didn't think that our show was going to go, you know, the television show. So they just didn't really put any money into it. It went on for like eight or nine years. I mean, what, get on the, you know. Yeah, but then they just started sucking it dry as far yeah. as like, well, well we weren't... haven't put any marketing into it really. So why do we need to do it now? It's kind of on its own. Right. It was cool, though, when we were on the live tour, we saw posters and everything because 7-Eleven was sponsoring us. So we saw big posters and I was on a couple of the big posters for our live tour. That That's was awesome. pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, the whole the whole experience was it was pretty awesome. I bet. As far as that's concerned. So you guys you filmed what 10 weeks a year, right? So what did you guys do the rest of the year when you weren't actually filming the show? So yeah, the way the television show worked is we filmed for 10 about 10 weeks, sometimes a week or two, give or take a, a week or two. We were done. So we would we'd have to fucking hustle our asses off is what we had to do because of the fact that we weren't we didn't make a, a lot of money on gladiators. This is a huge misconception in the entertainment industry that if you're on television. You're rich. Yeah, you're it. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when I was on when I was on the gladiators, I remember when a producer came up to me and said, hey, we've got you and Ray. And you got you two are going to do lifestyles of the rich and famous. And we kind of looked at each other and we laughed and we went lifestyles of the somewhat famous middle <laughs> class. You mean <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. And so and then, we 10 weeks out of the year and we were hustling our asses off. We were doing and this is where the competitiveness came into play. So there is, wasn't an episode you're saying of Lifestyles? There was an episode. Oh, there was? Oh, yeah. I did it. it Ray and I did it. I don't remember that. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Ray and I went and did it. it was, oh, I have to see this. Yeah, it was awesome. You can, I mean, I th I'm sure it's on YouTube. I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet. And it showed the house, you know, with the horses, my Harley. Actually, I don't even think it was my Harley Davidson that I rode on. I think I borrowed the Harley before I had one. But it was it was a fun episode. But anyway, so the rest of the year, we we're hustling our asses off doing personal appearances just to make a living. Yeah, because we were that was when there's a union called SAG Screen mm. Actors Guild. And we weren't part of Screen Actors Guild yet. There was another one called AFTRA. Well, AFTRA was less pay than SAG. Yeah. So we were the most underpaid television show on the air. That's we, so I think I got like my first season, like maybe five hundred and fifty dollars an episode, maybe. <sighs> Maybe how, a thousand. Like how know. greedy. Like that's so It was insane. Up. So you can't, we you weren't able to make a living off of just doing the television show. You would get residuals off of it. The residuals are okay. Yeah. I would say if I could, if I can remember, I'm going to say maybe 35, 40 a year just off the television show with residuals. So we're, you know, we're all in you know, fight or flight mode for the personal appearances. We would do car shows. We would do like comic cons. We would do anything where they would hire us to sign autographs. That's just crazy. Like how pathetic of them to have treated you guys that way though. Seriously. Yeah. You know? It was, it was pretty hardcore when it came to that. So I learned to hustle. I learned to, I learned to hustle my ass off basically to make a living, you know, on this show. 
What did you accomplish then? Other like, you know, you did you were doing the show, you were right. hustling. Did you I know you wrote a book, you you did like a bunch of stuff, right? You, yeah, you had because, a clothing line as well. Well, it point. wasn't necessarily my clothing line, but yes. And let's let's I mean, so basically we were hustling doing personal appearances and we were looking for any and every opportunity that we could, you know, to do something. Yeah. It was interesting because they a lot of people didn't know where to put us in the category. Were we actors? Were we athletes? What what were we? So we didn't have a lot of opportunities to do television and stuff like that. We had to make that happen. Yeah, I did. I did a fitness video. I wrote a book. It's called Pure Fitness. And I wrote it with a psychologist, Body Meets Mind. I met him on an airplane, which was really cool. Robert Epstein. The clothing line wasn't necessarily my clothing line. I, I got asked to en- endorse the clothing line. It was called Go Figure, which mm. was that was pretty cool. Yeah, name. that's a cool name. Yeah. Jeez, what else did I do? But all these things that I was doing, I was like, okay, this one's going to hit. Okay, this is going to be it. This is going to set me up. Yeah. Nah. It was just like, wah, wah. Nothing stuck wah, wah. at the time. Yeah. No, nothing was really sticking. And then, so, I mean, the accomplishments are great. I have those out there. Television shows, you know, I started getting more into acting and learning how to act and, you know, going to all the acting classes that I possibly could. You're on some pretty cool shows, actually. My first show ever was Who's the Boss? I think I, I was on it with Nitro. I think I was on it with Nitro, as a matter of fact. And they hired us and it, they went through the gladiators and they said, okay, we need two gladiators to be on Who's the Boss? And it was for a birthday party. You mm-hmm. know, I think that Tony Danza's little kid or something mm-hmm. like that, the, the lady, whoever that was. But yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I was like, okay. You know, I kind of got the bug a little bit. Yeah. You did like Superman. Or Lois and Clark? Is that it, what was it was Lois and Clark. So the television shows were a lot of fun. I did. God, of course, you're going to ask me this, but I don't. Here, let me grab my resume. Well, okay. I can remember some. There I was think. Who's the Boss. I did Danger Theater. Oh, you were on the original Ellen show. Yes. With Nitro. Nitro and I did the Ellen show. The show, the show before her. Before she actually got show. her talk show. The, her actual sitcom. Yes. That was a fun episode, too. Yeah. And the episode was she actually went and she was like supporting her friend, the guy that was on the show. He was going to try out for the Gladiators. He didn't make it and she did. And so that was a lot of fun. And Nitro and I did it. And it, the episode was she had a love interest in Nitro. And apparently Nitro and I had a love interest and she caught us. And uh, that was the first time I had to kiss Nitro. <laughs> The first time? Yeah. Well, first and only time. Oh, okay. But it was interesting because, I mean, I knew she was gay at the time. And Nitro's like, I'm sure that you would really rather be making out with her. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> and I kind of did at that point in time. had a little crush on her. Yeah. Well, yeah. As Ellen, like, she was famous then, too. I know. I actually did. I had, like, a small crush on her at that point in time. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. And then I did a couple movies, Kathleen Kenmott and her husband, Lorenzo Lamas. And that was CIA. We did a couple of those. So yeah, it was, we did, I did another one. It was like a smaller budget one called Bullethead. But it was like, I was like a guest star here and there and here and there. So yeah, Superman was probably the one that I loved the most. Dean Cain was so much fun to work with. Your character was really cool, actually. It was like perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah. Dean Cain was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I met a lot of people in the industry, which was awesome, you know, and that was definitely perks of yeah. the gladiators. Yeah. Of course, I'm not, you know, like I said, I, I never thought about being an actor, you know, when I was a kid. So, you know, being able to get into 
a little bit of the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't some of those on your YouTube channel for people to, to look up? I don't know. I think so. Or you're in the zone <clears throat> is that one, right? Oh my God. In the zone. I forgot about in the zone. In the zone. Okay. So this is where I went. All right. Fuck this shit. Nobody's hiring me for, you know, the, like the roles that I want. Uh -huh. I wanted to do hosting, you know, but <clears throat> I do look back and I was a bodybuilder and I wasn't, I mean, they weren't really like into female bodybuilders. I was bigger than the average girl. So they just didn't want to hire me. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to do my own show. And that's when like the women at that point in time in the Olympics were there and the women were kicking ass and they were getting gold medals. And it was just like amazing for the U.S. And so I created a show called Women in the Zone to where I wanted to go in their world, try out what they were doing, you know, showcase them and it was just going to be an awesome show. The whole concept was. So I started shopping. I mean, I literally did a pilot. I got some great footage. Yes, that's on YouTube. And uh, I repelled out of a helicopter, you know, the beginning of it, oh, which cool. was so much fun. And I don't know if I could do that, but that looks really cool. <laughs> it, you know what? It wasn't that much. It wasn't that scarier. I mean, it was weird because the way that it was filmed we went to the cliffs down and it was past Laguna, like Oceanside area to where there was a cliff, a drop off of like maybe a hundred feet. And then there was the ocean. So what would happen is they took the helicopter up and it looked as though it was just like incredibly high above the ground when it was just an illusion. Mm. We were still pretty high. Don't get me wrong when I repelled out of the helicopter, but that was awesome. But the point of it is, is that everywhere I took it, believe it or not, they were just like, ah, oh, it's a women's show. The men aren't going to watch it. You know, it's just like, are you kidding me? These women are fucking kicking ass and they're beautiful. Mm. So men are going to watch the show. And the last one I took it to, and usually I don't take no for an answer. I just keep going and going and going. But I kept every, I kept hitting walls and I kept hitting walls. And I think the last time that what happened is I actually took it to Fox Sports and they were like, it's a great concept. We absolutely love it, but nobody's going to watch it because it's all about women. <laughs> Pfft, fuck yeah. I was so mad. A year later, I turned on the television. And I shit you not. I saw in the zone, all men. I was wow. like, hey, thanks for that. Like, nice I mean, idea. I can't really say they stole the idea, idea, but come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So that was a little heartbreaking. That's messed up. So it's like I kept trying and I kept trying, but man, it's like that's where I learned to hustle, you know, it's just like, yeah, you, you do get a lot. I got a lot of no's and I just kept moving. I kept pushing. I kept pushing. Yeah. And it's like, I kept trying, you know, and here I am with a podcast. I'm kept trying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know like when it's going to be your turn. I mean, you have Netflix coming out, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is cool. Yeah. Kind of a wraparound and. Exactly you know, remind everybody who you guys are and what you did. And... Exactly. It'll make us more relevant again. Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, it's yeah. been, it's, think about it. It's been it's 30, been 30 years. years. Yeah. Are so, you guys actually all still friends? A lot of us kept in contact, but there were some of us that we definitely lost contact with. I mean, Dallas and I talk all the time. Zap and I talk all the time. Diamond, Dan, of course, you know, Nitro, Laser Tower. Everybody that when they're kind of local here, it's easier to stay in contact with the ones that live far away. And and again, Shannon's in Florida, so I go there all the time, yeah. obviously. But I would say a handful. And then there's a handful that we just, 
it's just like anything else. When you work for a company, there are people that you're going to stay in contact with. And then there are people you just don't really give a shit about, you know, because you really weren't good friends anyway. You just worked together. Yeah, you just didn't have that connection. Kind of the same thing with the gladiators, you know, except the ones that we traveled a lot together with. Like Blaze, for instance, Blaze. I, I love her. She's great. She's very shy, but we didn't have a lot in common, so we really didn't stay in contact. I know Jazz is in Texas, and she probably, I think she has a really kick-ass job. She's like, you know, some really high up in a company for an engineer. So she doesn't really have anything to do with the gladiators. But so, yeah, again, just a handful of us really stayed in good contact, but the rest of them necessarily. How did you feel when the Gladiator reboot came out? What was that like? In the very beginning, I was, when I heard that it was being redone again, I was, I was very excited about it. I guess I was really excited about it because I really honestly thought that they would have us doing something. I don't know, a coach in the background, it's something. I don't know, you know, but yeah, kind of having us make, involved. It would make total sense to have you guys, especially you or Nitro, to any of the gladiators, any, yeah. any of them, but I mean, to be like a, I don't know, a voice of some sort, you know, something. Yeah. Something. Something. But they, they didn't, they didn't, and they didn't want anything to do with us whatsoever. And Which I think surprises it surprises me, actually. People I, would love to see. And that's you guys that's again. The comments, like, those, that's the comment that I got. I got emails, you know, because it didn't make got, sense when I saw it. I went, I don't get it. I, I'm a Gladiator fan. I was, you know, back in the day too. Still am. <laughs> She's my favorite one. But it didn't make sense to me when I didn't see them contact you guys to like, hey, we're going to have, you know, you guys on, off and on just to make an appearance. One would think. It didn't. Then that's why it didn't. I think it didn't do well. I thought it, I think it would have done better if you guys were on it, to be honest. I don't know, even to like little cameos, you know, here and there. I think everybody was expecting that as well. It's like, oh, the gladiators are coming back out, you know. They took away the red, white, and blue, and they made it all black. Which is weird. Mm. You know, again, that's kind of strange. The gladiators themselves, I was kind of surprised at. No disrespect to the women whatsoever, but I just thought they'd be better. It just didn't make sense. It just yeah. didn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you're going to do it... Like make it make sense, yeah. but it didn't. the The girls, you're right. They were not. They looked. They just look like girls in, I don't know, like, like bathing suit model kind of bodies. I not guess all of them. I mean, like there was Gina Carano, and I think that maybe they just chose her because she was at the top of her game in MMA. And I remember talking to her backstage. Well, and she, she made sense. Well, she hated doing interviews. She told me she's going. I fucking hate doing these interviews, and you could tell she hated doing the interviews. You know, and that wasn't good television. I mean, she was strong, but at the same time, I mean, MMA is a little bit different than gladiator games. Yeah. You know, so. She was pretty yeah, though. She's gorgeous. She was really pretty. We're talking like she's not around anymore, but yeah, she was. <laughs> I know. She's gorgeous. She's the most beautiful one out of all of them. I mean, she was absolutely gorgeous. She you was. know. Yeah. yeah I probably had, I think I had a small crush on her. Oh, I think we all did. I think every, yeah, I think we all do. But even like the guys, I just didn't, I was really kind of surprised, you know? When However, the one, Mike O'Hearn, Titan, he came from the other gladiators. I'm really trying to get him on because I really want to 
you know, do a podcast with him and get him in the studio and talk about the comparisons for him, you know, the original show versus the new show, how it was for him, tryouts, all that kind of stuff. But he made sense because he, he actually looked like an original gladiator, you know, and he was, he was an alternate on the, the original, but so I don't know. It was just really interesting. I was really disappointed. I was really disappointed. They didn't want anything to do with us whatsoever. I was surprised. Actually, so it's kind of like a fuck you attitude kind of thing. I <laughs> yeah. think with all the gladiators when we watch, it's like, fuck. well, and I didn't. So do we were great. just like, fine, whatever. Yeah. We're glad that it only did thirteen <laughs> seasons. See, thirteen episodes. You fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah. You should have had us on. Should have had him on. <laughs> so, what was it you wanted to do when you were in Gladiators? So, let's say, you mean like when I was at the height of the career yeah, when you kind were, of when yeah when you were like the star of american gladiators what was it you actually wanted to do or accomplish like the most like did you want to become an actor did you want to you know hang out with very famous people you got to hang out with very famous people and you got to do some really cool things actually. i did i did i i wanted to <laughs> I wanted to become an action star. I, I really did. Once I got my feet wet in acting, it was oh. so much fun. I wanted to be like, you know, the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider, you know. Did you do your own stunts? I actually did do some <laughs> my own stunts. Fuck you. <laughs> no, wait, I didn't do all my own stunts. I take that back. When I did Superman, Spice Williams was really huge in the stunt industry at the time. She's the one at the very end of Superman it's like something happens, she comes back to me, blows me up, and it kind of, I don't know, throws me through like this door slash window. She did that stunt for me. And as a matter of fact, she did another stunt for me. And that was when the movie, the movie that I did with CIA, there was a high fall and it was something like, I don't know, it was it's something crazy that we did on this movie. She did the high fall for me as well. So she did do my stunts. So no, I didn't do all my own stunts. But, you know, I wanted to do like, you know, I was training in fight scenes and learning how to handle a gun and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, in the height of my career, oh, my God, I wanted I wanted to become that action star. I wanted to become that person. And, and it got, just never happened. You didn't get you did, didn't you do like a training or a school or something like that for I did. I trained a little bit in the stunt school, you know, and all I kept hearing in the back of my head here is. Ooh, it's a really hard industry to break through. You know, mm. it's really hard to get into it. I knew how to ride horses, ride motorcycles. I mean, I could do a lot of shit. Yeah. You well, know, and it's dangerous as well. Yeah. And hard on your body. But, for sure. you know, I wasn't I wasn't really too afraid of that. I hated high falls. I wasn't real good about that. I, yeah, I tried them. I, I tried to learn how to do them. But yeah, if I could have been an action star, that would have been. Yeah. Aren't you afraid of heights? You know, I never used to be afraid of heights. The older I've gotten, mm, mm. for some reason, I don't know what that's all about. Maybe someday I'll have like a psychologist on the show and go, so why is it when we get older, all of a sudden the the fear of heights comes mm -hmm. into play? Yeah. Very strange. I, As a kid, I was never afraid of heights. I would jump off roofs. I mean, it, it didn't matter. Even like the helicopter, when I was rappelling out of the helicopter, it didn't phase me. But for some reason, the older I've gotten, it's just like if I'm on if I'm in a hotel room and it's like I'm on the what 25th floor, it's hard and it's all windows all the way down. It's hard for me to go all the way to the edge and and like it just gives me the EVGVs. And I don't know what that's all about. I'm okay with heights for the most part, but for me it's more claustrophobia. Hmm. Like the whole mask thing for me, like 
being claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. You wanted me to put a something on my face all the time. Like it made me feel claustrophobic. I Shut hated it. You just it. didn't. You just didn't believe in the mask, and that's well, a whole nother. It's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother, nother fucking episode. show. We won't get into that, but <laughs> like, is the Earth flat or round? Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't. I'm not that. I'm not that person. That's an, also another. Oh my god, I so want to do an episode with you on conspiracy theories. I really do. It would be fun, actually. I know, I really do. It would be so much fun. To have different views on it from different people. Yeah, because I'm in the middle of a lot of these things. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well. I know. Go on, back to gladiators. The more you know. So what was the biggest obstacle you had to overcome? I would say not being able to do anything that had to do with American gladiators as far as my career. Let me explain that. I played ice on the American Gladiators, but yet I can't, I, I, okay. There's a gentleman who owns the American Gladiator, like trademark. So anything that had to do with American Gladiators, we could never put it next to us. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I had a website and it was like, I did, I called it Gladiator Life and Fitness. I got a cease and desist. You can't use a Gladiator name. Why not? It's because it looks as though we're endorsing you. Well, like you couldn't even do like you couldn't wear your uniform. Like if people wanted we couldn't you, wear a uniform anywhere people, unless. Yeah. yeah. And people wanted you for like events and well, stuff. Of course, right? Think about it. I mean, they knew me as ice. They didn't yeah. know me as Lori Fetrick. Right. They you wanted know? to they see like, your uniform. Yeah. I mean, if I showed up like this, they'd be like, yeah. well, who the fuck are you? OK, put your uniform on. And now we want you and we want you to sign autographs. We couldn't do that without the written approval or consent from the show or the creator of the show. So the obstacle was trying to create a career around being an American gladiator without saying that you're an American gladiator. But would they give you the permission if you asked? It depends. It really depends. Like for your uniform stuff. Again, it depends. Hmm. A lot of the time it has to do with money. You know, everything has to do with money. How much are you going to make? How much am I going to get? Greedy bastard. Yeah. I mean, and I I understand it's like, you know, coming from the creator standpoint, he's like, well, I want to protect my brand. Okay, we get that, but we are your brand. You would have kept the brand alive. Absolutely. And we didn't want to hurt the brand because it's our career. We wanted to enhance it. I guess that... You know, it was a constant battle. And I know it's not a private rainstorm because apparently that's what happens with WWF. And I heard that happens with WWE. I heard that happens with a lot of, you know, once you sign your life away, you're kind of screwed. You're fucked. So that's why I always say being a gladiator was a blessing and a curse at the same time, because the blessing was I would have never done anything different. It was the most amazing opportunity I ever had in my life. But the curse was... We couldn't do anything that people wanted us to do without getting permission. And half the time, they either wanted all of our money, half the money, or they wouldn't let us do it at all. So the the obstacle, that's that was the biggest obstacle, trying to create a career around something that you can use. So you had to become very creative, you know, in the sense of how can I do this without putting the American Gladiator logo there? Or without saying gladiators or or whatever it may be. Like chilling with ice? Possibly, yeah. Trademark. 
So, you know, things like that. That's the biggest obstacle in my entire career because everybody wanted ice. Everybody right. wanted American Gladiator ice. Yeah. I didn't really want Lori Fetrick was, you know, like, and I understand who's that. that. Yeah, I get it. Right. I mean, people know The Rock is The Rock. We don't know what his name is, right? Do we? We do now. <laughs> <laughs> we do now. We do now, I guess. All okay. right. Okay. So, what would you have done if you didn't, if Gladiators never came along? What would you be doing, you think? I would have probably been a chiropractor. I would have went to I school to that. become a chiropractor. I can see that. It's not too late. Right. It's only like 10 years of school. Whatever. <laughs> Go on. Did you ever hook up with any gladiators or contenders? Is that a question I can ask? Mm, I, no they, gladiators. No gladiators. Everyone, everyone wants to no know. No gladiators. Everyone wants to know that. No gladiators. We'll leave it there. How's that? No gladiators. No gladiators. <laughs> Okay, so you're saying there's a chance that you possibly, you know, with other, I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. With All right. A we'll few leave that. here and there. We'll leave that for the comments, maybe. Right. Who was the biggest celebrity you met? Ooh, there was a couple of them. There was, there was Bruce Springsteen, Tom Hanks. Yeah, but something was really um, cool Kevin about Costner. Springsteen. You went to... Ooh, Bruce Springsteen's. I, went to, I yeah. got to go to his birthday party. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. That must have been really fun. That was a lot of fun. That's very, very cool. So, yeah. And well, and the other big thing was I went to Kevin Costner's wedding. That was pretty cool. Awesome as well. That was like a three day wedding in Aspen. So three day day. wedding, three day wedding. My gosh. I know. That's crazy. All right. So you went to a lot of industry parties. Mm -hmm. What? Okay. So you said Springsteen. Springsteen's birthday party was. But what was it like at the party? It was just amazing just being there. Who did you there. see there? There had to be tons of celebrities. Believe it or not, there wasn't. Really? I mean, there was, but there wasn't. And I couldn't, I was so in, I was just so in awe with being at Bruce Springsteen's yeah. home. Yeah. And then he took- Oh, it was at his home. It was at his home in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, that's cool. You walked in and there was like this, like Harley Davidson Indian, an Indian Harley Davidson, like in a, like showcased in his entranceway. It was the coolest oh, cool. thing in the world. Yeah. And he actually- kind of tapped me on the shoulder. He goes, come here, I want to show you something. And he took me downstairs and he showed me his gym. And I'm just like in my head going, holy shit. Oh my God. Bruce Springsteen is, is like, literally I'm one-on-one with him. He's showing me his gym. Remember this moment, stay in the moment. I mean, that's what was going that through my head. Really it was cool. just awesome. That's, yeah. That's really cool. Okay. So this is actually my favorite, my favorite question. Did you ever attend a Playboy mansion party? Yes, I did. Two um, of them. Two of them. Two. And who was there? Who'd you see? What was, um, go- what was go- Can you paint the picture for everyone? Okay. So the very first time I was at the Playboy Mansion, mm-hmm. I got invited to a movie night. Hugh Hefner used to have movie night. I think it was maybe once a month. And he had this big, huge theater in the home. I don't want to say huge. It probably sat like maybe, let's say, 50 people. And he would show like old movies, 1920s, 1930s. It was just like awesome. And it wasn't like studio, it wasn't like chairs, but they were more like couches and things like that. I got invited there from a producer that I met at an event that I did in Hawaii. and Because they do like a movie night. Yeah. Yeah, they do yeah, that. Absolutely. They used to do that. Yeah. So obviously the producer thought he was going to get himself some. And so he invited me to the Playboy <laughs> Mansion. <laughs> oh, little did he know. Exactly. And that was an amazing movie night. That was just awesome. I remember that. But the second time I actually got invited, 
is was a huge party and where all the girls were painted. They were all naked and they mm. were painted. Yeah, that's like their biggest party of the year. I did not know, believe it or not, as they were walking around, it took me a moment to click that I was like, oh my God, these girls are naked. Holy shit, their bodies are rocking. Isn't it amazing how they do the paint? It, I, it look was like, paint. like, no, it was just amazing. That party was just off the chart. I, I bet. mean, everybody, I mean, there were so many celebrities there, to be honest with you. I couldn't even name them all. That was definitely one of the perks of being the gladiator. Yeah. Is going to a lot of industry parties, you know, meeting different celebrities. Oh, so much fun, especially being a gladiator because I remember being backstage at the Bruce Springsteen concert. That's where I met Tom Hanks. And I I saw him sitting over there it was, you know, backstage kind of thing. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Tom. And that was a, he was in the big, huge height of his career. And I go, I've just got to meet him. And I had the balls enough to go. Hi, Tom. My name is Lori Fetrick. I play Ice on the American Gladiator. She's like, oh, my God, I know who you are. I watch you. And I was just like, holy shit. Oh, my so God. Cool. Tom Hanks watches me. That's so cool. Yeah. So that must that have was been like, like mind blowing. It was mind blowing. You know, and and just that part of being a gladiator that, you know, I <laughs> people knew who I was, like yeah. even you know leaving in the United States. You guys were world famous. It was world known. Yeah, just fucking the coolest shit in the world. I know. And then as it kind of wound down a little bit, now I was, remember I was in South Beach in Miami, and we were riding bikes. <laughs> this is kind of funny story. There was this homeless man, I shit you not. He was sitting on the, he was sitting on like, you know, like this little wall and we were walking by and I kid you not. He goes, holy shit, you're ice from the American gladiators. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I made it. A homeless man knows who I am now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was the Playboy Mansion parties were sick. They I were bet. They were just that that is something that you that just never forget. So much fun. They don't even do that anymore, do they? Is that like an end of an era? Is that I think so. after half past? Yeah, I'm How sure. Sad. I'm Aww. sure. What was the coolest place you went during Gladiators? What was your favorite? I would I would say when we went international and that was England. I went to the south of France, went to a, a Cannes Film Festival. That was fucking amazing. Oh, cool. I can't really say I was in Paris. I just flew in and flew out. But England, England was definitely that. And the south of France was just such a cool fucking place. off the charts. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. None of this would have happened if I wasn't a gladiator. I, I mean, these are the things that, yeah. you know, a lot of people is like, where'd you travel? Who'd you meet? Yeah. All those perks. Definitely. Oh, God. Yeah. And so everybody also wants to know, like, how are you staying in such, you know, awesome shape? these days i actually how do you train compared train? to compared to the american gladiator days how are you training now are you training different i would honestly say that i train almost the same i still lift as heavy as i possibly can just to keep the muscle tone i just um, have to force you to do cardio you have to force me to do cardio because i've always fucking hated cardio hated it it doesn't matter i've always hated it so yeah i do it i do it now more so for my heart <laughs> Which is an old I thing. I need it. I just, follows. I have to do cardio. I love it. I train my ass off, actually. I do. I train as hard as I possibly can. I am, I will fight this aging process with every <laughs> possible in me. You know, as far as the whole anti-aging thing, it's like, I just don't, I don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't identify. I don't want to age. I don't, I don't identify as I, old. I don't identify as old. Never In will. my head, I'm still 30. You know, I really do. And I think yeah. that that contributes to 
eating good. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, people do. They go, oh my God, you, you look the same. What the fuck? How do you do this? Mm-hmm. Well, I eat good. I train. I exercise. I take care of myself. I used to smoke. I stopped smoking when I was 40. So, you know, it's been a while. You get plenty of sleep, plenty of rest. I do. I take, you know, and honestly, I, I do things like peptides. Peptides are very good for your body. Naturally, we had peptides. So there is like an anti-aging peptide out there. I don't know if the fucking thing works, but I'm going to gonna try it. You know, it's, it's not necessarily HGH. I even tried that because our own growth hormone, I mean, it goes all the way up until you're 30. After 30, it just fucking dies. And then we just are dying. And we're dying constantly. We're all dying right now. Yeah. So it's like your skin, everything. I think that's the biggest thing with me is Mm -hmm. my skin age, which blows and sucks. And everybody's like, well, that's part of aging. I don't care. I don't like it. (laughs) I know. You know, I look at, I look at guys and girls in the gym that are like 25, 30, 35, even 40 for fuck's sake. And I'm looking at their skin and it's just so beautiful. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember the day. Well, think of how ginormous you were. I know. I know. I got to think of that too. You know, I mean, you got to eat more if you're going to want to be. I try. I actually, I mean, between intermittent, intermittent fasting, you know, which I kind of do a little bit here and there. You just have to eat more pizza. Oh God. Like If I ate like you, I'd be like, (laughs) the girl eats Taco Bell. All right. Anyway. No, I eat way better now you know, than I used to. What was your diet like when you were a gladiator compared to now? Let's talk about that later. Let's talk about that next time. Your fish. Let's talk about that next time. All right, cool. That was a great episode. Thank you so much. And fun, yeah. We will see you on the next episode, I believe. I have you for one more episode, don't I? Yeah, for one more at least, yeah. All right, beautiful. As long as you'll have me. All right, great. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Chillin' with Ice. And don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, and share wherever you listen to your podcast. Remember to follow us on Patreon and YouTube at Chillin' with Ice. And on Instagram and TikTok, you can follow me at lori.ice.fetric. I look forward to chilling with you next time here on Chillin' with Ice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.